handle the truth. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Thursday Night Get Right. First off, let me say, um, I don't know what's going on with my co-host. I, I spoke with him about 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, and we were trying to set up uh, for his brother to come on that was just recently released. So I don't know if he's in the midst of, of doing that or what's going on, but I haven't heard back from him. And um, so... I mean, the show must go on until I know furtherwise. Hopefully, he'll Skype in soon and we can switch over. But until then, good evening, good evening. So I pray that everybody is, is safe and sound. I, I pray that my co-host is safe and sound. Um, I, I pray that everybody is, is warm, fed, uh, has shelter around companions, um, trusted companions, and, you know, just surviving in the in these tumultuous times man you know we we as americans we don't know what the hell is going on you know they found another set of of classified documents in in our our president's garage you know scary times man you know scary times so i know that the the american people are stressed we're angry we feel duped um, we're tired of of busting our ass and paying these taxes just to uh, just hear about scandal amongst our our leaders, and you know we get into these these modes as to like why 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 does why does it even matter why work so hard why do these things you know why why live a righteous life or try to live a righteous life when you know our leaders are are just reaping from our our hard work, you know? So, tonight's show was planned to go around uh, Mr. Demetrius Brother Eel's uh, brother's release from, from prison. I believe he was incarcerated for 28 years. Um, but let me go ahead and just give a few shouts out. And... Talk about a few things that I have been going through. I'll give you guys a couple updates. And and um, if we don't hear from Brother Demetrius, then we'll just have to, to postpone until next week our show. And I'll just make this show uh, giving you a fill-in on, on what I've been doing and going on and, and what's coming up for Coming Home Coalition. Got a lot of great things coming up. Um, if you guys would, you can go to www.cominghomecoalition.com. The link is at the top of the page. And go to the events. Go to the fundraisers. Just check out the whole website and see what we got going on. First and foremost, uh, give a shout out to Mr. Damon Thrash. Mr. Damon Thrash is uh, with inktoink.org. He's here in the Tampa Bay area. He is also a returning citizen who has done some some really remarkable things and created a program, man. And this program is is called uh, Hustle Smarter, the Hustle Smarter program. And he's teaching the youths here in the Tampa Bay area an alternative to drug dealing because this was what his forte was. This is what he was taught as a child. 
This is what he spawned into. And he, he was pretty lucrative doing what he was doing. And now he's teaching the youth to flip that and turn that into an entrepreneurial uh, career. So his program has won awards here in the Tampa Bay area. And uh, he's teaming up with Coming Home Coalition to bring his programs here to be taught here at the office and doing other things. Both of us have partnered up with a gentleman by the name of Craig Powell. Craig Powell uh, and his foundation called uh, PowerNet is uh, pretty... It's a pretty big thing. He he has been, Mr. Craig Powell has been in the system for 16 years going inside the prisons, um, bringing awareness to, to the insiders, and that is his forte. So all three of us, Mr. Craig Powell, Mr. Damon Thrash, myself, and a lady by the name of Angie Hatfield and Brianna Second Chance and all the things that she's doing, is coming together to create Operation Empower here in the Tampa Bay area. And we're taking what we're doing and presenting that on Friday, January 20th in front of the Public Safety Committee Board. And we're also, have also gotten approval from Harry Cohen. Yeah, so a lot of things coming home coalition, but much thanks to Damon Thrash for the sweater. Please make sure that you check him out, inktoink.org. So, great news today. I received some great news. So there's a case that I'm working on that I have. You've heard me speak of him. Um, His name is up on the board. Uh, His name is John Merritt. John Merritt has been in prison since the mid-80s for a murder that he did not commit. And that an individual who was apparently schizophrenic was the star witness for the government in testifying against John. So in the process of uncovering this case and and working on this case, I got some great news today, man. Some really, really great news. And uh, I shared that with John. I'm, I'm anxiously waiting his response. But at the bottom, the bottom end... It appears that the state used an individual who was ruled incompetent. He was ruled incompetent to stand trial at his own trial. However, it appears that three months later, he was testifying in front of a grand jury on the murder of a gentleman by the name of Daryl Davis that was up there in North Florida area. So, if this is true, how is that possible? How can you be ruled incompetent at one trial, at your own trial, in your own defense, but yet competent to testify and be a star witness at a murder trial three months later? Because I got records back today from Chattahoochee that states that. That states that he was admitted in March of 1985 and released that following November in 1985. So how is that possible? Great news. Great, great news. Great news. So 
also we have uh, an event going on and we need help again this is this is where i come out and i start challenging the community you know the community is always talking about we need change we need change tired of crime tired of all this corruption here i am i've built this platform i've built a nonprofit i'm speaking out against the corruption i'm bringing awareness i'm a voice for the voiceless and the support is limited and this is where i challenge our communities because when are we going to stand up and start supporting the ones who are trying to make a difference you have these armchair quarterbacks who don't want to get their hands dirty don't want to be in the fight don't want to contribute don't want to donate don't want to do anything but they're the first ones to holler about they want change and this is the hypocrisy in our nation that is is what I'm I'm bringing awareness to you know we will we will pinch our pennies when it comes to the delivery people we will pinch our pennies when it comes to uber you know i uber nobody tips anymore hardly do i get a tip you know i have friends who doordash hardly do they get tips delivery pizza people you know we hear these people where they're saying that it's not even really worth it they feel unappreciated and yet we're utilizing these people every day and we pinch our pennies with them to save them to take our money to walmart take our money to amazon to take our money and spend it other places where that money does not nor will it ever come back into repairing our communities but we won't spend money inside of our community why why not so this is a challenge i get again i challenge the communities you know we have a program going uh, my my lovely and wonderful co-founder and friend Miss Yvette has has created an operation herself called Operation uh, Start Fresh. Thank you, Operation Start Fresh. And what we are doing is we we find individuals, man, that just need help, and we we go through them. We verify they everything that they say is correct, what they need. We have an intake process that we go through, and if we deem, you know, if this this individual is who's picked, then we just start this individual fresh. We we do everything that we can do, mostly um out of pocket right now again because the donations are slim, but we take this individual and get them a license if they need a license, get them clothes if they need clothes, get them job interviews. Get them a, a fresh start, you know, and and the confidence and the backing to know that there are people that care, and and sometimes that's all they need is just a little push. So our first individual by the name of Eddie. Again, you can go to our website. The link is at the top of the page. Go to the fundraisers uh, section and learn about Eddie. What's going on? And contribute. Help again. $1 a month subscription can go a long way with with small nonprofits like myself that will help with keeping just everything running, keeping this program running, and so on. So uh, please check that out as well if you feel like you want to help Eddie 
uh, get back into society successfully. Um, he did very well in his job interview, I believe was yesterday. And we believe that he will have a job. So we're going to need, you know, again, funds just to keep him going until he gets his first check, you know, and, and just gets established and, and uh, set up a budget planner for him and get him back into into work in society. This is just a man who fell into hard times, essentially, you know, fell into hard times, toxic situations, relationship issues. And sometimes if the proper guidance, the proper uh, support is not there, we can fall. And if there's nobody to help us get back up, people will just walk over us and trample on us. And then eventually this becomes our lifestyle and we forget how to enter back into society, you know, and, and this is what Coming Home Coalition is about. So, still, nothing from my partner, man. What is going on? He hasn't seen my message on Messenger, Facebook, nowhere, so I pray all is okay. I pray all is all right. So, Another thing I will be introducing is uh, Curtis Davis Jr. Now, I have introduced him. I've done several shows with him. I talk about him. Again, he is on the list. Bum, bum. I'm mirrored, so everything is backwards. So, Curtis Davis Jr., his story, I will start laying out as well. And uh, what's going on with him? We need a, a lot of notice to him. And, and some pressure applied to the right people because I believe in his case, the murderer is possibly still out there. Or if not, the person who knows who the real murderer was and is, is still out there. And so a, so pressure really needs to be applied to, to Mr. Curtis Davis Jr.'s case. Uh, give you a quick rundown what's going on with him. There's many links on my Facebook um, that takes you back to the older cases, the older podcasts with Curtis. and uh, Or you can just find them on my YouTube, my Spotify. I'm everywhere. Just Google Thomas Free Me. One word. Just like this here. Free Me. One word. You find all my platforms. But Curtis Davis Jr. is a gentleman who, again, was was uh, in a situation with family members. You know, we, we're always talking about we need to trust our family. Family comes first, things of that nature. And this is a man who loved his family and would do anything for his family. And that's exactly what he did. And it cost him a large portion of his life. So this was a, a story of family issues again toxicity within the family environment um so, and it, it it sounds like it ended up turning into a deadly triangle and curtis ended up being the scapegoat curtis ended up being involved in a plot that he had no idea that he was involved in and they played him his own family played him like a chess piece like as if we were playing chess and I had no idea that I was playing chess, you know. And and uh, he was duped. 
So long story short, this is a man who was married to a woman, had children with a woman, and was involved in a family that had uh, its own internal dealings going on with the wife's stepfather, the wife's mother's husband, who was a white man. White man married a black woman. Black woman had a daughter. Daughter was married to Curtis. They had children. Now, Curtis got into an altercation with the father at some point about three months prior to when, when the father was murdered. And this was the last time that Curtis was there at that house, at that residence. He swore he was never going back to that residence again after this altercation with the father-in-law. Now, things get shady. I'm trying to still track down exactly all of these events and how everything unfolded leading up and prior to, but around in 2009, the father-in-law was murdered with a shotgun. The shotgun, these are facts now. These are the facts of the case. The shotgun was then handled by Curtis's wife, the stepdaughter, who then took it to a woman named Betty. And these two individuals dispersed of the weapon in a dumpster. Now, somewhere along these lines, the wife, the stepdaughter, talks to the sheriff and gives a report. And she makes a note on the report stating that she spoke to Curtis Davis Jr. right before the time of death of the victim, right before the murder. And she spoke to Curtis Davis in the house of the father-in-law, of the, of the stepfather where the murder occurred. Um, and this is what led the police to fingerprint phone, fingerprint the whole area, and take DNA analysis and such. But the investigation turned solely on Curtis Davis Jr. at that time. And a story, again, like always, is created. Um, Betty said that uh, she was holding the, the gun for Curtis and that this, this story was just created. I don't want to elaborate too much until I have the complete facts and timelines and all of that down. Um, and then I will unveil this story. But long story short, DNA report comes back excluding Curtis Davis Jr. from even being anywhere in the house, around the house. No fingerprints on the phone, no fingerprints on the murder weapon, no fingerprints under nothing. Nowhere, anywhere, no DNA. No DNA of Curtis under the fingernails of the victim. No DNA anywhere in the house. Yet this man still sits in prison. So that's the story of Curtis Davis Jr. That is what I'll be um, unraveling as well as the John Merritt case. I go and see John Merritt. Um, it was supposed to be today. Today I was supposed to have seen my brother down in Everglades CI talking about his case. Um, but that got pushed to the 30th due to Miss Courtney Benson. Shout out to Miss Courtney Benson. 
um, CMB Law here in the Tampa Bay area. If you need a good attorney here in the Tampa Bay area, please check out Miss Courtney Benson. But her and I will be visiting John Merritt on the 30th. So once I do that, um, I'll start on unraveling the case of John Merritt. Um, as you guys see in the comments, Miss Dorothy Walker, she's another one. You know, another one that I need to bring attention to uh, out here in Texas. Her son, her son is 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 incarcerated. Her, his son, her son was involved in a in a quote unquote robbery at a restaurant out in Texas. This man just got a brand new job, just started a new job. Um, his life was getting ready to 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 improve, and. He went to a restaurant. I, I believe it's something kind of like a Dave and Buster's, you know, restaurant slash game room, something of that type. Had video games in there. He was walking in and some teens walked in behind him and robbed the place. And he was brought into this robbery. Now, this this gentleman has been incarcerated in the jailhouse out there in a the small town of Temple. I believe it's Temple, Texas. And... Since August 14th, August 14th to the 17th, his bail was set at, at I believe, $100,000. And this family contacted me. I was in Switzerland at this time. The family contacted me early morning. Um, we got together and I've just kind of been guiding them through this process. It's been a very, very tumultuous and painful process. Kevin Bowers is an individual who's never been in trouble, never had handcuffs put on him. Never been in this situation in his life, and he's sitting in this this violent county jail with no experience on this type of lifestyle, has no idea what's going on. He had a, an attorney by the name of Billy Ray, Billy Ray Hall, who uh, has been uncovered to have been a corrupt attorney himself, right, could care less about his, his client's. So much as so, he told his client, Kevin Bowers, that one, uh, the state does not pay him enough to defend him in the, in the fashion that Kevin wants to be defended. Now, this is out here because they do not have a public defender's office in this town. So what there is is, is private attorneys who designate themselves for the public defender's office, so to say. So uh, this is who this Billy Ray Hall guy was of course we all know billy ray from the movie time to kill right billy ray what was his name billy ray jackson something along those lines so right away i already knew who billy ray was what he was about um and i believe we 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 were able to get billy ray off that case this is a family that again needs awareness needs help ultimately what is happening is the awareness that I bring that happens all over the nation and why we're seeing the bail system removed from a lot of places because the bail system is being used as an extortive type of measure. They're using our bail system to extort Kevin Bowers to try to get him to plea out to a felony conviction because one, he has none and we can't have that. We need you with a felony conviction, and you were in the right place at the right time for us to do that. So 
We're going to pressure you. We're going to threaten you. We're going to throw all these ugly charges at you. We're going to throw you in this ugly jail and have you sit here until you sign this plea. And when as soon as you sign it, you can be released that day. You'll be out before count time. As soon as we process the papers, you're gone. Who would not sign that? Right? Because we don't feel or understand the detriment behind that felony conviction, right? We're trained in the poor community to take what we have that's in front of us and 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 not see down the road, but to worry about what, what's here in front of us. So they're dangling this freedom right here in front of us and telling us that we could have it now, but they're not telling us the repercussions of that felony conviction. And 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 a and a person like Kevin Bowers and the family. They don't understand because they're not, these aren't criminals. They're not experienced in criminal justice. This is a small town. This is a small town, darker skinned individual family, very poor, and and uh, just really just trying to survive in, in today's society. So Ms. Dorothy says they took Billy Ray Hall off his case. So no, he does not have a lawyer. Presently, Now, this is somebody, again, who has been sitting in this county jail since August 14th, 14th of the 17th, with no representation, has no idea what's going on. I have called several times. Of course, I'm in Florida. I'm, I'm no part. I'm not I'm not an attorney. I'm just an advocate. You know, but we need people to call and find out what is going on with Kevin Bowers in his case. And um that's about all I have. It's all about about all I have on the fly. And that's what Thomas Freeme does, you know. But I pray that everybody is safe and sound. Stay safe, stay sound, stay out of your emotions. I pray that your your new year is going great. And uh and we're just making through it, you know. Um take the news for a grain of salt. Make sure that you're doing your own research. Very important, people. Very important lesson. Make sure that you know the information you are receiving. Know the root of the information. If you're reading a book and and it's a factual book, you know, it's nonfiction, know the author. Know who the author is. What was his agenda for writing this book? Understand the information that's being put in your head before we account it as truth. You know, we're letting too much information, too much mistruth come into our thoughts, come into our head without fact checking and researching and knowing really truly what's going on. So make sure that we are, um, that we're just fact checking and, and we're knowing what is truly the truth because it's very, very hard to find. So, Please, if you guys can, you can find Miss Dorothy Walker on Facebook. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook to find out more. This is a family that needs help. They need help. They need an attorney. They need legal advice. They need money. Chris, 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 what's going on, Chris? Yep, thank you for what you do, too. You guys can follow Chris off my Facebook as well. Uh, he just made a post. I, I actually gave Chris an Uber ride. Not too long ago. And um, he's up in Michigan. And uh, 
doing his thing, man. You know, another individual that could use support in what he's doing. This is everything that 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 I do, man. This is everything that we do. This is this is Thomas Free Me. This is Coming Home Coalition. You know, and and this is this is uh to me this is my passion, just bringing awareness to what individuals got going on in their lives because, you know, we move so fast through life that we 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 really don't even know how much influence we can have over an individual's life just by noticing them, just by paying attention. So big shouts out to Chris, man. I hope that you're warm and safe tonight, man. I hope you got some food on your journey and everything is copacetic for you, partner. Ms. Dorothy Walker, um, many shouts, outs, and prayers to the Walker family. You know, they just lost a, a patriarch of the family. And so everybody is is uh, in, in great mourning there. So many prayers to to Miss Walker in the spirit of their family. Of course, my fam, I love you guys. Um, thank you guys for tuning in as always. And a uh, big shout out again. I always want to shout out to everybody that has helped me and supported me along the way. My subscribers who have stuck through. Um, I've been a lot more consistent, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you guys are proud of me there. And uh, we just keep trucking, man. Shouts out to to my co-founder, my friend, Miss Yvette. She's kind of a lot of, of the same as me. You know, we're, we're both new to this, giving back into our communities. We're, we're, we've both been always helpful people and kind-hearted people. And, um, man, Coming Home Coalition has allowed us both to really uh, just expound upon our passion. So, so great thanks for all of this here, man, and, and um, all the great Americans who, who just want to see change, who want to see change, who want to see better. I'm tired of corruption, tired of, of working hard 60, 80 hours to get our bills paid. And um, just shout out to all of us who are just trying to make it, man. I, I feel your pain. So this is what I'm here for. Voice for the voiceless. Thomas Free Me. I love you, Ms. Ms. Walker, too, and your family. Thank you guys for being who you guys are. And um, just keep the faith, everybody. It'll get better. I promise you. I love you guys. This is Thomas Freeme. Stay safe. We blessed. And we out.